You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is Tuesday, July the 6th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Do we have a delay today? I have no idea. It, it sounds like I hear you be. and I respond. That's uh, that's interesting. Let's let's see how quickly uh, how quickly you can respond. So, Chris, are you good? Yes, I'm here. Wow, that is a really long delay. I literally respond the second you ask. That's uh, that's interesting because uh, so the delay is getting back to you because I am getting it immediately. Huh. Okay. That's uh, that's new. That's new. Okay, well, you know what? We will work through this. It'll be just fine. So everything's uh, everything's hunky-dory. Everything will work uh, for, for now. So lots to discuss today. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful July 4th weekend. Uh, put out a short podcast on Monday talking about some of the events over the weekend, but there are other things that we need to hit. Before we do so, go ahead and give you a rundown. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website that is your one-stop shop. Everything that we do will be posted over there and everywhere that you need to subscribe or watch the videos or follow us on social media, etc. It's all right there. Very easy to find, very easy to do. WinningCuresEverything.com. We do a college football show, and it is officially conference preview season. We have already released our Conference USA and MAC previews. You can find them at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, or if you just want to search out on YouTube, you can do that as well. Go ahead and dive in over at SBR Picks on YouTube. You can search out for it using that. Uh, Chris, I'm going to assume that you had a wonderful, awesome, uneventful July 4th weekend, right? Well, wonderful and awesome are not how I would describe it. It wasn't bad. It was just a day. And then, you know, it was uneventful. That's a good way to describe it. Did you did you work the grill? What what ended up going on with the uncle? What what happened? No, yeah. So I ended up I did get asked to cook. So I did cook. He was supposed to make uh Boston butts. I was gonna make ribs. Um 
at the last minute, I decided to make enough ribs for everybody instead of like half an order, like like I they did. told me to. And good thing I did because got there and his butts weren't close to being ready. We had eaten. We all enjoyed our time. We we're all supposed to be there. We all started eating at noon around 3 p.m. He finally pulled the butts off and about 70 percent of the people had already left at this time and everybody was finished eating <laughs> yeah i mean you called it you called it so uh, d- tell me this did you try any of the butt no no, no. didn't even worry with it so i was curious no. if you did I was, okay we, we, we were packing up and ready to leave when he was pulling it off who man alive man alive uh do want to go ahead and uh and do you know well wishes to everybody that's down in florida that's having to deal with this tropical storm that's going on uh that is some some crazy stuff that's happening. I, I swear to you, Chris, I, I see these warnings and whatnot go out. So yesterday we're driving home from uh, from my in-laws, and there's all these reports, you know, tropical storm warnings for Florida, like all the way up the coast. And, da, 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 da. and, and I looked at my wife. I said, why don't they just make this a hurricane warning? Like, this is ridiculous. Said, well, it's not supposed to strengthen into a hurricane. And, you know, and it's not like she's, you know, being a smart ass or anything about it. But I said, this happens every time that there's a tropical storm or a hurricane. They always underestimate what it's going to do once it gets into those warm waters. And now, you know, it's leveled up. It's going to be a hurricane. Now they've got hurricane warnings. But at this point, it's a little late. It's like, this is ridiculous. So anybody that lives in Florida, this is one of the reasons why I won't move down there. Like, I keep talking about it. You know, because it sounds good, right? Living, you know, that close to the beach, it sounds ideal, but I can't deal with hurricanes, you know, through the entire summer portion of the schedule. Like, that is just ridiculous. So, uh, hopefully, it doesn't do too much damage. Hopefully, everything ends up fine, which I'm sure it will. This isn't near what, uh, what some of the other ones have been, but either way, well wishes to everybody down there. Bunker down, do your thing. Uh, let's start off with some news. Uh, Matt said the meth makes them superheroes. Cheers to that. Oh, by the way, if anybody wants to jump in on the chat, you can do so. Any of the different platforms will populate right there. Um, oh, you know, we're using the uh, the old screen. Either way, jump in the chat if you would like to be involved. We will read off the notes for sure. Uh, Chris, the match is today. And there has not been a lot of talk about this, but I, I think that this is like a, a pretty big event, right? You got Tom Brady going against Aaron Rodgers, uh, Phil Mickelson against Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Rodgers has got a ton of news stuff that he's going to have to answer. DeChambeau just broke up with his caddy uh, what, last weekend or whatever it was. Like, there's there's some answers that are that people are going to want out of this. And, and this thing always seems to be entertaining. Are you kind of looking forward to this? Well, yeah. I'm going to watch Tom and Phil do anything they choose to do ever on TV. So that that that's just a dead giveaway for a guy like me. So and it is always entertaining. Yes, I I tend to agree. Uh, this is going to happen in uh, let's see, da, 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 da. it's in Big Sky, Montana, and it is at Jack Nicholson's course up there. Uh, or sorry, Jack Nicholas's course uh, runs eight thousand yards on the back tees, including a seven hundred and seventy-seven yard par five. It is set at seventy-five hundred feet elevation. Mountains off in the distance, trees lining the course. It's going to be, uh, you know, a good backdrop for heckling and big drives. You know, DeChambeau and Phil Mickelson both like uh, like to hit what they call bombs. Um, what's the other one that uh, that that Phil Mickelson calls them? Uh, hellacious seeds. Is That's it. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. 
So it that's that's what he calls his tee shots. Um, and, and his bombs, like obviously, if anybody follows him on Twitter, it, that's what he calls them. Like he's dropping bombs, right? He's hitting bombs. And, and I think we're going to see a lot of that because this is a long course, man. Like this is going to be a lot of fun. Tom Brady, of all people, has been the biggest heckler on social media leading up to this. And, and I know that you have to enjoy it, right? Well, yeah, that's my guy, and I think it's funny. Um, he's the one with the least amount of drama around in his life, and so he's stirring up all the shit for the other guys. You better believe that. I, I can't wait. Uh, he is, I mean, he is talking all kinds of crap, and I think it's going to be fascinating. Charles Barkley calling it again. This thing actually starts at like 4 p.m. Central Time, so, you know, by the time we get done with this show. Yeah, it's 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, it's ready to rock and roll. It's a it's a little strange, you know. We had the other one on, uh, or the last one was on a Sunday, and it was perfect timing. You know, there was nothing else going on right now. People going to be going home from work. Like it's a what three hour long, three and a half hour long event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm sure. So it it'll last a little while, but uh, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna see. You know exactly what happens. I'm uh, I'm curious. Larry Fitzgerald is gonna be in on the uh, on the analysis as well. Uh, Cheyenne Woods will be there. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun, and I cannot wait to see all of the different trash talking that's going to go on in this event. Uh, with that said, they are going head-to-head with the NBA Finals tonight. We got the Bucks and we got the Suns. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is not going to go tonight, so, of course, the Suns have jumped out as a six-point favorite in Game 1. Well, and- he's been elevated recently to questionable. Oh, okay, so now it's so, okay. So he's not out. It's just I'm, I, probably I still not think play. he's probably not going to go, but he's no longer out. That's uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd play him, um, but it's the finals. I mean, who knows? Like, I, I don't think that there's anything. This is not a KD situation where he's going to pop an Achilles. Like, I think if if he feels like it at all, you probably need to get out there and do it, right? Am I am I crazy for thinking that? I would I would think so. I mean, this is the final. You don't you don't think you're going to get here all the time. So yeah, I would I would absolutely take my chances with getting out and doing it and trying to play. The the Bucks coach uh, Mike Budenholzer. Uh, everybody has talked about him. You know, this could be the last year if they don't make it to the finals, if they don't advance in the playoffs. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think he's pretty much secured, right? Like he's he doesn't have to win this. Well, yeah, no, he nobody's has to be after after winning. Listen, beating the Nets and then and then uh, finishing off the Hawks and, and making it this far and having to finish the Hawks off without Giannis the last couple of games. That's yeah, no, that's it would be insane. the The only reason you don't keep him is for some reason you figure out there's some type of rift between him and Giannis. Yeah, uh, Matt jumped in. He said KD did not allow his Achilles to be loaded. Uh, gradually over time to get him back to playing. Uh, Matt, jump back in with um, with your talk about you know Giannis. I, I want to know what the deal is there. I know he like hyperextended his knee, uh, but I'm I'm curious, you know, why if if he feels like going at all, why you wouldn't give it a shot uh, or what extra damage could be done? Uh, CP3, you know, chance at a, a championship. I, I think if anybody is in must win mode in this finals, which everybody wants to win a championship, we get that, but. If anybody's in must-win mode, it's got to be him. It's got to be Chris Paul, right? Like, I, maybe I'm crazy, Chris. You, uh, you kind of feel the same. Uh, way. I mean, he's probably this might be his last shot at a. Yeah, this is probably his last shot at a title. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. I, I'm curious about it. I mean, I, I will be watching. I will be tuned in. 
So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. Hey, you got a you got a pick for it? Uh no. No, I mean, I honestly have no no opinion. I would like it to go seven. I'd like it to go six or seven. I'd like to get a real series out of this thing. And the other part of this would be ratings. I am super curious what the ratings are going to be because these are fun teams, and, and you do have superstars, but they're not the superstars that we're used to seeing drive ratings. So I'm curious how many people are going to uh, – are probably going to care, you know? So it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Matt did jump back in. He said – Probably does not feel stable on his knee. Uh, he said, like, how RG3 tore his ACL. He had pain, and that misstep caused him to buckle, and it popped. Uh, so, I guess maybe there is some some extra, you know, threat to uh, to damage, but I don't know. Uh, it's the finals. I think uh, I think if there's any chance to play, I'd, if I were Giannis, I'd probably be playing. But that's just me. All right, moving on from there, let's talk about your boy Tom Brady real quick. We didn't get to talk about this last week. Okay. He, he got an endorsement with or a, a sponsorship whatever you want to call it uh with subway like subway sandwiches and i am so curious because brady has said that he has never entered a subway uh they've got more than twenty-two thousand locations in the u.s brady's tv ad is going to debut later this month uh it will re- it will reportedly not show brady holding subway products it does this seem strange to like I guess if you're Subway, you're just trying to appeal to, you know, the dumb you just, down. You just want, you just want like, Tom's name. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, it says you just it, that's it. You just want you just want Tom's name. That that's it. You don't want anything else. It it wants, and Tom's not going to give you anything else. I'm I'm sure that was part of the deal. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's it's basically. And so they say the uh, the endorsement deal represents an attempted pivot by Subway back to the perception that it's a healthier alternative to other fast food options. It's also an effort to beat back competition from sub chains like Jersey Mike's. Um, Subway, according to Lefton, reportedly has closed thousands of stores over the last three years. I have noticed that when traveling, like there used to be Subways everywhere in fast, like in uh, in, in gas stations, just at every corner you could think of. And I mean, it's kind of tough to find them now. So I'm, I am curious about this. Um, you know, I, I I don't know why Tom would do this if he's not a user. But it, I, I can only imagine the money's got to be insane, just insane, right? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to say all of these athletes that are sponsoring Subway, zero of them eat Subway. You're probably right. Uh, probably right about that. Um, it, it's, it's so earlier this month. Like our, well, earlier in June, uh, Brady endorsed Ronaldo, who uh, he, he had a very public disavowal of Coke products. Um, you know, I, I mean, Coke is the the soft drink provider for Subway. Like, there's all kind of stuff that's involved with this. I, people that are smart. But it's not. Against, hang on now. That wasn't against. That wasn't against Coke specifically. That was against all soft drinks. He held up a yeah. a, a non marketed bottled water and said, "Just drink water." And yeah. that's what Tom tells you to do too. Like, just drink water. Okay, you don't need this other shit. It's not good for you. Just drink this. And he doesn't like the idea of having to tout for that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt said that they have to, Subway has to clean up that air or that image after uh, Jared was there, and that's probably a little bit to do with it. But that Jared's been gone forever, forever. So yeah, I was curious about this because I think that there are some people that are going to be smart enough to understand, like, you know, Tom Brady does not eat this stuff. Um, 
and they're not going to be able to show it in the commercial that he's eating it or even holding the the products. It's uh it's interesting how the public is going to take this one because that I think most people understand like the TB12 stuff and and what all he does. Um, but man, it, it it's good money if you can get it. Good money if you can get it. Let's uh let's talk about your brownies for a minute. This is an interesting topic that came up on uh what was it? Pro Football Talk. Um, they were discussing. Baker Mayfield, and whether or not they are going to extend him or if they're going to wait another year, right? He's heading into year four at this point. Um, I'm curious your thoughts because on one side, the idea is, okay, he improved over the last three years, right? Last year was his best season by far, but it still was not crazy like Lamar Jackson and uh, Josh Allen. Right, those two played at MVP levels, you know, the last couple of seasons. They have shown themselves to be worth a ton of money. Baker, on the other hand, you give him one more year and he could jump to that level. But can you get him to sign right now? This is one thing from the the team's point of view. Another thing from the player's point of view. If you are Baker, do you sign early? and get that guaranteed money in case things go badly? Or, if you were the Browns, do you sign him in case things go insanely well, and then you've got him under contract? Which which way would you go from both sides? I mean, that's an impossible thing to come up with and think of if you're trying to explain both sides of it. I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to do that. Okay, good. If do I was it, the, Browns the Browns right now, I'd make him a fair and balanced offer, and I would see if I could get him for under $30 million because that's what quarterbacks are getting right now. And if I could get him for under 30, then I would try to sign him now. If he doesn't want to do that, then I take my chances. And if I got to owe him 35 or 40 afterwards because he plays his brains out and leads him to a championship or something crazy, then that's just a, that's just a gamble you make. All right. Yeah. So, no, so I can you. speak of it from the Browns perspective. I have no idea what, if I was Baker, I would take a, I would take a hometown discount. I would take 20 something million dollars. And I would say, this is contingent upon a, you could never front it franchise me ever ever i'll make sure that goes in my language and b i have say in where you're spending money or draft picks okay i don't know if the team will give him that i don't know if the team would ever do that but that would be what i would want from his perspective but but we hang on now you talked about how he hasn't played to the level of of he hasn't improved his game from uh 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 oh shit uh Josh lamar Allen, and, lamar and um, yeah yeah like, like that's absolutely not true. The second half of the year last year, he was the number one rated quarterback by every metric there is. The problem is, is those guys started the year on fire, which means everybody put them in the MVP race and then they fell off. He started the year like shit the way they finished the year. Okay. And then he was the number one quarterback rated quarterback in the league, but it was at the end of the year where everybody already had all their storylines written. And so they weren't paying attention to what he was doing per se. Had he flipped the script and started out the season that way, he would have been in the exact same conversation as everybody. And our perspective would be different. That's the difference is no one actually wants to look at metrics. We want to talk about how we look at metrics, but we only look at metrics when we're bored and we need storylines because we're lazy at writing stories. Okay. Okay. I can get with that. Uh, I am 
I am curious which way or which direction this is going to go. I if I yeah, were the I'm Browns, I would do exactly see how it plays out. I'm yeah. very interested to see how it plays out. I would be shocked if they made him a godfather offer this year. Like because you don't have to. Yeah. You just don't have to. Uh Joseph Gomez jumped in. He said, Not sure you can stop a franchise tag because it's part of the players' union agreement. Well, no, I think, well, I mean, you obviously can because Tom yeah. Brady put it in his contract. Like, it, it could be negotiated specifically in your contract. Just like just like um, uh, guarantees aren't, like, every contract's not guaranteed, but you could put it in the contract that it's guaranteed. I do wonder, You put anything you want in the contract. Yeah, I suppose you could do that. I, I wondered if there was something to do with those franchise tags regarding age or years in the league, like a, a years of service kind of thing. Um, it's just, it's just year, it, any, it, anybody can put anything they'd like in a contract. Yeah. It's up to the okay. team to sign. You it can negotiate anything as long as both parties agree on it. I think uh, I would, I would do the exact same thing you're talking about. If I'm the Browns, I, I would try and sign him right, right this second for, you know, under 30 a year, because I do think with the salary cap doing what it's doing, uh, it's going to be insane numbers for quarterbacks going for you, like yeah. going forward. Uh, we just saw what Dak got. I mean, it, it's insane. And, yeah, well. The, and the issue is it's not a bad thing that the quarterbacks get that much money. But the problem is, is how much better can we make your team if you choose to not let all the extra money in the salary cap go to you? Because nobody else at any other position is getting this level of raises. That's okay? true. Okay. That's true. And, and and that's the issue is, is if we've got an extra $20 million to spend on other players right now, all these leagues, all these teams are just giving it to the quarterback and they're not doing anything to increase anybody else's cost of living or salary. And, and so therefore not cost of uh, salary and, and market value. And, and if I was a, if I was a quarterback of a team now, I'm not in this position. So it's easy for me to say this, but if I was a quarterback of the team, the difference between 25 million and 32 million ain't a whole lot of money considering I'm incredibly marketable. And I've got like, I mean, Tom has done this his whole life. Yes. He's married to somebody who makes her salary dwarfs his. Okay. But he also has made a shitload of money in franchise uh, sponsorships in the past too. Yeah. And, and if you understand that I'm going to, take this discount but that doesn't mean my owner gets to save money all right i'm not taking it so the haslams can build another uh, vacation home all right or buy another private plane i'm not doing it i'm doing it so you can make sure we don't lose miles garrett maybe he wants to make sure they keep nick chubb all right you know my opinions on running backs but that's based on quarterbacks making so much money. If the quarterback doesn't make that much, then you can't afford to pay these, uh, you know, better running backs. Uh, you can't afford to keep the offensive line together. You can't afford to, to, to have the best wide receivers. You can afford to do these things. No team has chosen to go that route so far. Yeah. Every franchise out here that has a franchise quarterback has chosen to give all the extra money that they're getting in cap space to the quarterback. Yes, no, you're, they you're just right. make more and part, more and more. Part and of the everybody reason, else's contracts look the exact same for the last five years. Part of the reason why uh, the Browns have been so good with Baker Mayfield is because the rest of the roster is absolutely legit. Loaded, like they are loaded. They did a yeah. fantastic job yeah. building yeah. this team. They, they are the most talented team in the NFL, yeah. and it's not. I don't think it's close. By the way, I think I think you're probably right. Like, there's a lot of people that talk about the Bucks and everything, but like. 
I, I think top to bottom, it's got to be. I mean, the Browns. Bucks are the Bucks are probably pretty damn close. Yes, agreed. Uh, but I, I do think that the but, Bucks are able to win because of the chemistry with Tom Brady and that bunch. Like I, I just think everything works really well together. I think you give Cleveland a couple more years and they can be right there. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about it. You know, it, there is something to be said about Baker Mayfield and his personality and his marketability. Like he's already got a ton of really big commercials. Like I think he could absolutely do more. He could make all of that extra money doing doing ads, right? Yeah. TV ads and everything else. And so. once and once again, I'm not saying players should take less money, you know, just to give the owners more money, okay? Because that's what a lot that's what happens a lot of times, by the way. But if but if you're reaching, <laughs> you know, close to the cap number every year, if you're you're spending what you need to spend every year, and if you're making the playoffs and making runs in the playoffs every year then I would be willing to take less because I understand that over the life of that contract, that extra 12 to $15 million, while that's a lot of money, maybe even 20 something million dollars, while that's an obscene amount of money I left on the table, I'm going to make it up multiple times over and over and over again. If I can ever be the person to, to lead Cleveland to a Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl in Cleveland, then, then, it's, then, then you reach God status. Then you really are Tom Brady and the Patriots. Like you can do anything you want, and nobody would ever be upset with you. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're 100 percent right about that. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. This is one of the this is one of the strange you know signings that we we haven't seen anything about really. Everybody's talked about Lamar Jackson. Everybody's talked about all these different things, but we have not gotten anything. Uh, on the Baker Mayfield stuff. And, you know, entering year four, that's typically when you start talking about extensions and, and everything else. So I'm uh, I'm curious which direction it's going to go. This is going to be a lot of fun leading up to the season to see who gets extensions, who does not. Uh, Baker Mayfield is certainly at the top of the class as far as those quarterbacks are concerned. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, moving on from there, let's, let's discuss what happened in NIL today. Now, this is a huge story because people wanted to talk about, well, what about the guys that are lower on the totem pole the guys that are way down the depth chart at some of these big-time schools, this is what is going to start happening that I think will be a more regular occurrence. And that is American Top Team, which is one of the nation's top training academies for MMA fighters, has 44 licensed gyms 
throughout South Florida and the world, they have finalized plans to offer name image likeness contracts to every University of Miami scholarship football player. There are 90 existing Miami scholarship players that are going to be offered a $500 a month contract up to $6,000 for a year to endorse American top team through their social media accounts, personal appearances, and other marketing vehicles. If all 90 players opt to accept a deal, the total American top team investment in year one could reach $540,000. It is being administered by a new marketing company, Bring Back the U, which was created by South Florida businessman Dan Lambert, who founded American Top Team and is a longtime Golden Cane and member at canesport.com. Uh, give me give me your thoughts here. I think this is genius. I think this is going to happen regularly at some of these big-time universities. Uh, this is somebody that we had not even thought about. This is not a, a big business that anybody even really knows, and yet they're going to be giving every player 500 bucks a month if they opt in, of course, Um to basically just talk about them on social media and like, hey, I'm going to the gym. Hey, I'm doing this. Like, I I love it. I absolutely, I think we're going to see way more of this. Yeah, I do too. I mean, this is going to be what the booster clubs are going to become super packs because that's what this is, by the way. Yes. This person is trying to get other businesses involved to get to like $56 million or whatever um, for for the super pack raised up so they can, so they can just begin to dominate in sports. And uh, the thing that's crawled up everybody's ass and everybody's all upset about it was, well, no, no, this isn't NIL. This is paying recruits to come to, and that's not what this little, you know, rule is supposed to be about. That's what the rule is, dumbass. We're going to pay everybody for their work. Okay. And to get somebody to come there, if you're so fragile that you can't understand, if I can't recruit them, then I can't pay them. Then, then that's just what it is. This is promised payment that if you choose to come to Miami, you're going to get it. And is that an NCAA violation? Yes. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to stop it? You've already shown that you have no teeth here. Uh, Matt jumped in. He said, I think it makes the gym stand out in the news, giving out the contracts, not the kids actually advertising it. Uh, he said they were the first to do this, so news outlets are going to follow that gym. That's, a, that's probably right. They're going to follow it right now, but news, you, you know this as good as everybody else. News in two weeks, everybody will forget the name of this gym, and so you're going to need those kids like pushing this gym in, oh, yeah. in, in two years. Man, you're just be, going it'll to. It'll be gone tomorrow. Like It, it won't be... Yeah. It won't be uh, in two weeks. It won't be in a year. So, so paying these yeah. kids is, is a lot better than just, just getting the news headline today. Now, getting the news headline today is huge. Yes. But but based on the way our brains work and our short attention spans, no. No, pe- people will forget the name of this gym in, in a week easily. And without the uh, the help of these kids, they wouldn't get any kind of return on investment. Like looking looking at it just you know from a social media aspect, you now have 90 guys that can all post at different times during the week. Like, you can hit a ton each week. You just get one guy to post one time a week about this gym, and all of a sudden, your your impressions, the amount of people that see this that are actually based down in Florida, like, all of this skyrockets. So, it, social media-wise, it's a pretty smart investment. Uh, is it worth $540,000 over a year? Uh, maybe. I mean, who knows? Like, you, you never know exactly how much this is going to be worth. But uh, I do think this is this is genius. And other schools are going to be taking note of this and going back to their boosters saying, yo, all right, you see what they're doing down in Miami? Like, we need to do that here. 
We, that needs to be happening in Baton Rouge. Needs to be happening in Tuscaloosa, in Columbus, Ohio. Like all, and and it's more than likely already being put together. More than likely. But I thought it was great. I thought it, I think it's great that we are getting to see this. That kids are finally making you know at least a little bit of change. Like this is for every scholarship athlete. We already know Derek King has has lined up like five figure deals across the board. Like he is making a ton of money as the starting quarterback. But what about the the fourth string quarterback? That that's never going to see the field. No. Like now he's getting that same contract. It's the same thing. So I'm good with this. Uh, Matt said, "When will P Hub get on this?" Oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't think they're going to let him do it. I don't think I don't think it'll happen. Uh, Damien jumped in. He said, "What's up? Good to see Damien back in here. What is going on? I've got a I got two funny stories for you, Chris. Two two interesting, strange stories. Okay. I, I like talking about Baton Rouge. You know that." Um, Baton Rouge Parish, down in Louisiana. There are, there's an invasion going on. As of right now, there are 60 ducks that have taken over a neighborhood down in Baton Rouge. Have you ever heard about this? Or anything close? Nope. Okay. So these ducks have, so it started with just a few, right? Like it it wasn't anything crazy. Um, But the ducks, the number grew and grew and grew and now anytime anybody tries to walk around the neighborhood the ducks follow them um jennifer richardson said we can't even open our blinds because the ducks will be there if they hear a blind go up or the door jiggle they fly up to you uh neighbors said that animal lovers who heard about the duck problem started visiting the area to try and adopt some of the flock um but they they have not been successful as of yet this is absolutely insane uh, it, it said that they have proved to be a nuisance. Um, the, I mean, the duck problem started weeks ago, and they haven't been able to do anything about this. You have had ideas in the past of attack crows and you know releasing cats whenever there were rat problems and whatnot. How would you get rid of ducks? So this is the easiest thing in the world. This is pick a phone call up and, and, and call up Monroe. You talk about, hang on. Hey, this can't be 60 ducks. It can't be 60 ducks. That, that can't be the number because 60 ducks wouldn't cause this big of a problem. It, it says it gradually yeah. increased to more than 60 of the birds and the waterfowl proved to be a nuisance. So, okay. All right. If it's 60 ducks, you call the duck commander and you get big field to come down there. <laughs> and in five minutes, you have nine ducks and Phil's going to eat good for a couple of weeks. I can get down with that. Uh, Matt jumped in. He said, release you, the you, don't, you don't need, you need, you need feral cats set loose in the city of Chicago because you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of rats. All right. Not 60. You, this is not a creative problem-solving thing. There are people in Baton Rouge with shotguns. You just walk outside and you shoot the son of a bitch. I and then you it. cook them up and eat it. <laughs> Damien said duck hunting isn't a video game anymore. <laughs> he's, he's right. He's 100% right. Uh, this this is, is not a hard thing. Right now, my brother pays a lot of money to go duck hunting on a regular basis every year. Call him. He now. Don't pay for your wherever you go hunting. Just drive to Baton Rouge and shoot whatever the hell you want. Okay, great. Yeah. I think I think that is there any kind of a, a law against shooting ducks? It doesn't say anything about that here. No, but. I'm sure it's because it's in a neighborhood, so it's city limits. But what? Listen, 
birdshot ain't gonna hurt anybody all right i've been shot with birdshot before okay i was on the other end of the field they shot too low we got sprayed i was like what was that that just (laughs) i threw a bunch of gravel at us and the guy was with was like they shot us and i was like wait that was it he was like yeah i was like that kills an animal he's like what kills a bird you know kills a bird yeah so yeah you'll you'll be just fine you'll be you'll be just fine I'm sure it's against the law. You need to like for seven hours. We're just going to say everybody go away for seven hours. And when you come back, the ducks will be gone. This will be like the purge, right? Everybody stay in your homes for, you know, 24 no, hours. No, you don't want to stay in the homes because yeah. if something goes straight, that everyone leave and we'll bring in the, you know, at like 12 hunters and that's it. And, <laughs> and all the ducks are gone. I like it. I if the number like is if the number is sixty, if the number's in the tens, we can fix this in a like like before lunch tomorrow. I, uh, and then we can I'm have dinner you. tomorrow. I'm with uh, yeah, we could have a lot of dinner. Hey, I had a uh, a smoked duck quesadilla this weekend. Not a fan. Really fatty. Like it, it, I've I've had good duck before. This was well, they, they didn't they, they yeah I was about to say they didn't cook it right. I don't know what they did then. No. Um, and, and you can't have a lot of dinner. All right. Duck is not a big bird. No. 60 duck wouldn't feed 30 people. No. No, no, no. Of course not. You might be able to make a few quesadillas, and, and maybe some of them turn out really well. Some of them, like mine, over the weekend in Birmingham, not going to turn so, out so good. So Yeah. No. This, uh, is, this is not going to solve the hunger problem, but... <laughs> You know, but to but the we can to solve nine it. guys that come down there and kill all sixty duck, then yeah, that's fine. That's not too bad. I I, I can get down with it. When, like when it. my brother and them go out duck hunting for a weekend, they usually come back with like forty or fifty duck. Okay, that's that's like a that's like a weekend with a couple of guys. All right, you yeah. drop ten dudes in this neighborhood, and this thing's over in a couple of hours. Yeah, so long as they will actually approve it, I think that I think that's what the city. I think that's what Baton Rouge needs to do. Just say, all right, in this neighborhood, yeah, it's not in hard. this area. Just go out and get rid of them. Whatever you got to do. That's right. You know, tell everybody to look out around That's the right. lakes and whatnot, around the ponds, and uh, and then we'll be just fine. So I've got a, I've got another interesting story here. Uh, I do want to preface this by saying if you got kids in the car, you can go ahead and uh, turn this thing off. Um, this one is interesting. A California corrections officer convicted of having sex with an inmate in full view of other prisoners will spend 210 days in jail and then serve two years of probation. Uh, Tina Gonzalez, 27 years old, admitted to the crimes, and her attorney claimed her marriage was falling apart when she committed the acts. Now, this, on its on its face, is, you know, it kind of crazy, right? But the stuff that went into it, uh, she said it was never her intention to bring any harm or danger to the employees in the jail or anyone else in the jail. Now, if, if, if she's just having sex, that's one thing. But uh, in order to do so, she cut holes in her clothes, like in her in her uh, outfit or what her uniform, for the inmate to be able to to reach it a little more efficiently uh, without having to remove anything. And on top of that, she gave the inmate razor blades. And a cell phone. I, and she tipped him off of uh, cell searches as well, like all these other things. But the razor blade thing, I think, is um, is a little bit, it, it kind of goes in the face of it was never her intention to bring harm or danger to the employees of the jail. Um, that seems a little much. I 
I have not seen a story like this before. Have you ever heard of anything like this? So, I mean, yeah, I, I work with a bunch of guys when I was in the security business that either came from the correctional's office um, or they still work there and, and I was friends with them. So I, I know a lot of guys that have worked in a lot of jails and a lot of prisons. Um, so so the, the, the first thing that, that you got to remember is um, just the sex alone is rape. Okay. It's considered rape because the inmates are not allowed to conceit to anything. Okay? Ah, okay. There, there is no, there is no consensual, even though we all understand as adult males, 98% of us would consent and be very happy with this. Yeah. Especially if we're locked in the hole and, and haven't, haven't touched a lady in a while, but it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't get, that's one of the rights that's taken away is you don't get the right to consent to anything. That's why when they tell you get up, you get up. When they tell you walk over here, you walk over there. When they tell you to shower, you shower. You've lost your ability to consent to anything. Therefore, all sex that happens between, a not between just guard, between inmate and inmate, all sex is considered rape. It is classified as rape. It is charged as rape. Yeah. Uh, Fresno County Assistant Sheriff Steve McComas said, cutting a hole in your pants to make it easier to have sex with an inmate and having intercourse in full view of 11 other inmates is something only a depraved mind could come up with. Uh, He said Gonzalez continued to maintain contact with the inmate for over a year, even after she was caught, according to phone logs. Uh, he said the fact. So this that, happened over a year ago, yeah, and she's so. just now being sentenced. I'm I, guessing. Well, it's it just now came out in uh, in the news. Yeah, uh, it says the fact that she continually calls, has sexually explicit conversations with the inmate in question, and even boasts about the crime she carried out shows that she is incapable of owning up to her mistakes and will undoubtedly continue in the future. He said at the sentencing hearing, uh, 210 days is a, a pretty long time, but I feel like this could have been way worse. Like, way worse. Um, she has set up, yeah. like, a GoFundMe to pay her bail and whatnot, and it is absurd. Like the, <laughs> She should set up an OnlyFans to, to pay her bail. She would get a lot more money than, not to give her any ideas, she'd get a lot more money than she will asking, you know, begging people for it. I mean, yeah, if she, you ain't afraid to hoard out, hoard out. Yeah, do do your thing. I mean, she set up a GoFundMe, and, and I've seen the pictures of her, like, it's crazy. Uh, Matt said women cannot resist toxicity. <laughs> I mean, it's probably right. Uh, he said, I know another way she can pay for it. Good Lord. Good Lord, Matt. Um, yeah, this is uh, the the razor blade thing, I feel like, is a pretty big ordeal. Uh, but, but that's just uh, not like, okay, yes, it's a big ordeal. Yes, it's a big ordeal. All of it's contraband. All of it's not allowed. And I'm certain the razor blade thing is more of a useful handy tool than it is to, to shiv and to kill somebody. Because yeah. I'm going to guarantee you the person in there that she's sleeping with, there's a really good chance they're not like a hardcore killer. Okay? Probably, yeah. Probably. Uh, they, they could use it to sharpen a pencil. They could they could use it for a million things that it's just handy to have something sharp when, when you have access to very, very little. All right. True. True. Because if they were going to use it as a weapon, they probably would have by now. I, I do love that the uh, 
Matt said, I just saw her. How was she a correctional officer? <laughs> I, I don't know. She's she's little. Like she ain't real uh, big. I'll, I'll tell you, I know, I know a lot of people that are correctional officers, and I looked at them and said, How in the hell are you a correctional officer? All right. Yeah. It's there, I'm, I'm there aren't a whole lot of Marines looking for that job when they get out. No. No, there's absolutely not. Um I've I've been friends with a couple of correctional officers now that I'm thinking back. Um and and none of them looked like they were big enough to 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 do anything. Damien said, What the hell do they put in these vaccines, man? <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh I'm curious about the like of all the different things that you could try to come up with, uh her attorney came up with the idea that well she should be able to get away with this because her marriage was falling apart. Well, I mean, you just got to say anything when you're an attorney like that. I mean, it's just what else you got? I mean, at this point, you're at, to, to do that, you're <clears throat> you're preying on the sympathies of a jury and you're just hoping you've got a couple of women in there that are that are either in bad relationships or have recently been in bad relationships or just getting out like, you know, that's that's all you're just preying on emotion at that point in time and hoping that somebody finds you to be a sympathetic creature. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably because right. it has no merit to the to the case. No, no, it's got. You're to do just with it. you're you're just preying on emotion and sympathy at that point in time. I mean, this stuff is uh, th- this story is bananas, absolutely bananas. So, uh, if you want to go check it out, I mean, it's all over the place. Look up Tina Gonzalez, and and I think you'll be able to find it. So, <laughs> it's just nuts. Oh Lord! All right, we've gone 45 minutes. Is there anything else uh, that's popped up that, that uh, you think we need to hit? <laughs> nope. The uh, the match starts in ten minutes. In ten, yep, yep. Uh, hey, uh, what about uh, Nikhil Harry wanting to be traded by the pa- uh, Patriots? Anything? To say? Uh, I think the I think Bill's been trying to move Nikhil Harry for Two the years. last eighteen months, and yep. Nikhil Harry's just now realizing that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Make it, make it look better that he requested it, right? All right, let's get out of here. Well, you he guys... requested it today. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're you're right. You're right. All right. Let's dive out of here. You guys have been great. Thank you for jumping into the comments. Uh, We certainly appreciate that. And make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Of course, we do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. This Tuesday live show is the Wednesday podcast. So subscribe to those. Leave a nice five-star review. All that good stuff. WinningCuresEverything.com, SBRPicks.com, slash NCAAF. And uh, and with that said, we are going to get out of here. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.